Good morning, church. What a great privilege it is to be able to share some reflections on the topic of celebration alongside our wonderful young people. Just first and foremost, I wanted to ask you a very simple question. What is it that you celebrate? Maybe it's changed. Maybe it's maybe it's different to what it might have been a year ago. Have a little think. What do you celebrate? Maybe you're celebrating the fact that the football team you support hasn't got relegated this season. Or perhaps, like my good friend Simon, you finally got your big break in the music industry. Maybe you celebrate quality time outdoors with family, just going for a walk and spending the weekend just having fun together. Or maybe you've decided to grow some sunflowers and are celebrating the delight of seeing them start to grow and flourish. I think we all know that the past years brought into sharp relief the things that we value, whether they're small things, whether they're big things, and what causes us to celebrate. Some of you may know that my wife Rachel and I, a couple of months ago, had a little baby girl called Florence. Um, it was a very challenging pregnancy and there were a lot of scans that we ended up having um, with the consultant, um, many of them not with particularly good news about, about the size she was at that particular point in time. And it, it became very concerning for us in terms of how this might pan out, what the outcome might be. Um, and it, it, it was very challenging, certainly. Um, what transpired is that uh, Florence was um, was born at home unexpectedly um, after an incredibly short labour, um, and it was fairly traumatic um, for us. It was a bit of a shock. Um, it was certainly a lot to try and process. Um, but in the aftermath of that, once things had sort of settled down a little bit, um, I started really um, trying to sort of work through this and um, got to a point where I started just just celebrating God and all that he had done and his faithfulness. This little baby who'd been measuring incredibly small throughout the whole pregnancy was born over the average size for a female baby. She was born at home with no medical assistance at all, um, us having been told that, that she would have had to have consultant care. It's just absolutely extraordinary um, turn of events. And as I say, it's just led me to, to reflect on this and to just direct praise and glory to God for his faithfulness and for his goodness, despite our limitations. Maybe that resonates with some of the things that you've experienced over the past year, I don't know. But one of the things that's really made me think of um, and dwell on is it's made me question whether I celebrate what is permanent as much as what is immediate. I find myself turning to little things that I celebrate um, that are that are often very trivial, and I think those things are fine, um, but I don't necessarily have that strong permanent perspective that perhaps I should in celebrating 
who God is on a daily basis, celebrating all that he has done, celebrating his faithfulness and his goodness, the fact that he's everlasting, that he's steadfast, regardless of what happens. So let's, let's have a quick look at what the Bible tells us um, about what we should celebrate. So let's have a quick look at Psalm 66. So this is what Psalm 66 says. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds for mankind. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on foot. Come, let us rejoice in him. He rules forever by his power. His eyes watch the nations. Let not the rebellious rise up against him. Praise our God, all peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads and went through fire and water. But you brought us to a place of abundance. So Psalm 66 is written in the aftermath of a great victory in a battle. The entire focus is on God's awesome deeds and praising and extolling him for those. And how, as a response to his deeds, we individually and as a group of believers, corporately, should praise, worship and celebrate God. Maybe like the, like the psalm says, maybe you've been feeling like you, you've been in a battle. Maybe you feel like you've been tested, like you've had burdens on your back, like you've been through fire and water. But perhaps God is looking to bring you to a place of abundance, like the psalmist says. A place where we can focus on God's awesome deeds and where we individually and as a body of believers praise, worship and celebrate him daily as the central part of all all the other good things that we celebrate, whether that's football, whether that's music, whether that's walks and weekends with family, whether that's sunflowers, whatever it is that we're celebrating, let's make God central to that. Doesn't he hold all of those things together? Hasn't he created all of those things anyway? There are so many examples of people in the Bible who celebrated God regardless of their circumstances, whether they were in a battle or whether they were in a brilliant place. King David dancing and celebrating before the Lord with all his might. The shepherds returning to their flocks after the birth of Jesus, celebrating and glorifying God for all that they had just seen. The disciples filled with joy and worship, praising and celebrating God in the temple, after Jesus is taken to heaven, Paul and Silas locked in jail, praising and celebrating God. It's incredible stuff. 
I'd like to leave you with um, uh, a, a quick encouragement from 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. It says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So can I just encourage you, as we emerge from lockdown, whatever life looks like for each one of us over the coming months, can I encourage you to celebrate God and celebrate what is permanent as well as celebrating what is immediate. Be blessed.